Hi, this is The Memory Project, an experiment in narrative storytelling from Columbia Journalism School. Each episode, we're going to be dealing with a question. Why were my parents so naive? Why do I carry around a photo of a dead guy I've never met? Why did my family hang a picture of my late uncle in a place where nobody can see him? Here's what we did. We chose a photo, any photo, that evoked a memory. Then we treated this memory like any reporter treats a story. We interviewed, we researched, and then we just sat and thought about it. What really happened and why? We had 15 questions, 15 photos, 15 memories, and now we have 15 true stories to share with you. Welcome to The Memory Project. Every episode, we talk to one of the 15 writers about the photo that set their story in motion. This episode, we're talking to Diego Courchet about his photo. So this is radio. Obviously, we can't see the photo. Can you describe what we're looking at? Actually, my problem with choosing a photo was the fact I didn't have any. I went and Googled a family member, my father, and that's where I got the photo from. So what I obtained was a two-page spread from a magazine from the 80s in which his portrait was featured. And I bought it, and that's how I got a photo. On the left is him with his arms crossed, looking very happy, surrounded by men in suits. So I imagine the moment he received the prize. And on the right is a full-page portrait of his face, half-smiling. What caught your eye about this particular one? I didn't have that many options, but I guess, yes, what caught my eye is that this was someone had preserved this two-page spread when my father appeared. And, and that, what was, that was what was strange about it, that some random stranger put up something that belonged to him and belonged to me and that I could now um, get back. We're going to close the episode by reading an excerpt from Diego's story. Our theory is if the first couple of words don't give you the zets, a Yiddish word for the hook, then you won't read on. So here's a bit of Diego's piece. It cost me $7 to buy myself a piece of his memory. Why ask when you can pay? Why not buy your way through the silence? It's a bargain, a 1982 antique for sale in Italian with my last name written on it in large black letters. It'll be shipped to me within 15 days. I look at the photo display of my new acquisition on the computer. Only moments ago, he was distant. Now, in my newfound memory, my father is all smiles. Daddy's having a good day, arms confidently crossed in laid-back attire, listening to something being said just out of view as he's surrounded by four men in suits, all there for him. This is as good as it gets. There's a movie deal on the way. He's living in Paris. And just last year, the left he voted for won the French presidency for the first time. Then memory turns to the next page. 
He turns toward me, and I see his face up close. He's only forty-nine, all grisly beard and long hair, still barely graying, still without the hole underneath his left eye, where the tumor will be surgically removed. Writers need readers. If you like Diego's work, become his reader by going to medium.com slash memory project to read the rest of his piece. Thanks for listening. The music for this episode was composed by Axel Tree, Kai Engel, and Steve Combs. The Memory Project was edited by Michael Shapiro and James Robinson. This podcast was produced by Sarah Dadouche, Kate Koff, and Aaron Hudson. For more information, please go to medium.com slash memory project. Mm-hmm.